The current spoiler warning level is, Ember. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Amber. We're talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket. We also talk about its Mobile Suit variation. And that's the majority of the episode, uh, which is, of course, GTP-friendly. However, later on in the episode, we take a quick diversion to talk about its variant from the first season of Gundam Build Fighters. There are no plot spoilers, it is purely about mechanical design of this variant, and there will be a warning at that time in case you are sensitive to that sort of thing. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, our little corner of the internet where we talk about the design of Gundam's robots. I'm Six Doubtmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. And we're joined by an extremely special guest uh, <laughs> from the from the Big Sister podcast. Can we call ourselves that? Is that allowed? You sure, whatever you want. It's Gundam right, time. Great. It's fucking Gundam time for the second time today for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. It's... M from Abnormal Mapping, from the Great Gundam Project, from Repertory, from First Officers, from so many things. <laughs> from Romance of the Two Networks. <laughs> sure. There's, there's, the there's some three themes crossover in Gundam this week. There's a voice actor that's from Dynasty Warriors, so look forward to that. That phrase, man! I can't wait till you talk about the Dynasty Warriors or the the, the fucking the Three Kingdoms Gundam. Three yes, Gundam me thing. too. That's gonna oh, be so Lord. sick. That's all so the research, all the research for a show that's probably terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that Wouldn't would be my guess. Either way, SD stuff is like my one like I haven't seen any of it, and I don't know what's gonna happen. Look, I got I, I got the, the Diao Chan Cubely on my bookshelf. I look at it every Same. day, and I'm like, this thing's sick as hell. Wait. Oh wait, no, I've got a Diao Chan Kshatriya. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the, from the other show. Yeah, because I've they have the done stuff. two of these. <laughs> They've done it twice. The second one's got zombies in it, though, right? Isn't that the thing? Yes, that one? it's something like that. Uh, going off like what I know of the models, there's like, I, I think it's a zombie plague or something. I don't know. Great. Apparently, zombie uh, plague turns people into yellow turbans. I guess. Question. Mm, I don't like that at all. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> that's why I'm gonna be pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Mm, um, I'm looking up, but I've got I've got uh, Dao Chan Kshatriya, I've got Zhang Fei Burning Gundam, I've got Zhao Hao Dune uh, Tall Geese, sick. and I've got Sao Sao Wing Gundam. Okay, it's not what wing. I. That is. I would yeah. not call. It, don't don't worry, this wing. wing Gundam looks literally not even a tiny bit like Wing Gundam. I feel like Sao Sao should be like the Ziong. You know yeah. that's a, that's a good casting. I, I think the problem is with the, him being a main character. I can see them just going, "Well, we need it to be a Gundam. We 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 have Lu Bei as a Gundam, and we have a, a the Bay, third kingdom." Lu Bei no is a about. motherfucking Gundam. Is the thing that man is cop through and through. That, yeah, that is true. That is true. Lu <laughs> Bei is the embodiment of a Gundam. Uh, but never. <laughs> You got, you got fucking, you don't need legs and way. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, 
Uh, all right, so we came up with a special list of 20 mobile, mobile not all suits, there's some mobile armors in here, uh, based based on your passions, M. I would not describe every one of these as a passion, but yes, <laughs> no, I like I like, like I wrote up a list. Yes. This is I wrote up a list, and M said two of these suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, gun lovers, have someone else guest on that episode. I'll, all right, I'll, so I'll make it happen for myself. Gonna gonna roll here. Gonna lean close. We get the clatter. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we got a crit, folks. We got a natural twenty. We're talking about the camphor. Okay. Oh, sick. Okay. Camphor. All right. So, uh, I guess to start it, uh, the camphor is a Xeon mobile suit, uh, used near the tail end of the one-year war during the events of uh, 0080, which does not take place in 0080. Um. And it's, it's a really weird mobile suit because it definitely feels very much like, you know, it comes out of nowhere. Um, mm -hmm. Because uh, there's not really like, you know, there's no real prototype or lead up to it. It's the movie's like big, you know, everything else is Zaku's, Dom's, etc. This is the big original uh, for the movie. Or for it, to the OVAs, point. sorry. Yeah, watching watching uh, what it's from, 0080 War in the Pocket, I remember getting the feeling of like, okay, so the people on this were like, I just want to make my own cool robot. I don't care if it makes sense. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the thing, though, right? Every time someone makes some kind of side story, it's going to be, you know, all your One Year War mainstays, and then you're going to get someone going, oh, I really want to make my own original cool mobile suit for it. Um, of course, the camphor, while really cool, also really funny in some ways. Um, which we'll, we'll get to. Um, so, you know, Camphor, uh, also the start of, let's just start giving random German word names to Xeon mobile suits, and then me getting angry about it. Um, because I, I wouldn't mind it in a vacuum, but we all know where this leads. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, the Camphor, uh, is basically a big hit-and-run mobile suit. Um, it is... It has all kinds of weapons. It uses a shotgun, a mobile suit-sized shotgun, which I don't think we had had at all until this point. Uh, no, and that's part of part of why it's really great that M's here, right? <laughs> I recall back in the the double OAD GGP, M really bristling at the idea of giving a mobile suit a shot. Dialectics <laughs> is being at war with yourself from two weeks ago, who was a fool and a coward. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, wrong. For it? Look, I I've... was wrong. It, look, the giant shotgun is sick as hell, and I was I was an idiot. It was a long time ago. I had a different perception of Gundam. <laughs> I've sat through a lot of bad Gundam at this point, and the shotgun is not among it. <laughs> you know look, what? That's I I respect the hell out of that. Again, uh, a, a good example of this. Look, we can't we can't refer to every time M has had some disagreement on the uh, GGP because let's not forget that uh, Bottoms at one point was also not well looked forward to at all. And uh, we would not have picked it if I didn't think the the shitty Zaku looks sick. I don't know. That's true. Oh, I just meant the show itself. It was because you know I recently finished it. Uh, it was just fun listening to the old episodes. Oh, versus... when we started that show, we we're like, I don't know about this. They've been fighting cops for ten episodes. I'm a little bored now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, this isn't the Bottoms show. This is maybe one day though. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is the Camper <laughs> show. Look. Uh, I'll, I'll find excuses to talk about other robots. Anyway, uh, so we have a giant shotgun for the camper. Uh, we've got multiple bazookas that it just carries with it. Uh, we've got, again, them them drawing off the German iconography. We have Sturmfausts, which are just big, you know, grenades on sticks. 
I don't know how those work. I know that those are in real life. I just, I don't know. The grenades on I mean, sticks. It's it's really straightforward. Like, so the way like if you take a uh, a RPG, right, a traditional rocket propelled grenade, the way it works is that you have this whole tube system to sort of vent the exhaust and to aim it and to make it precise, right? But okay. really, the grenade just is propelled. So technically, you could just hold it on a stick and make it go. That, it's gonna that miss. Seems, yeah. <laughs> that's like that's that like seems... that's like the world's most dangerous shooting bottle rockets at each other. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's what the Stormfast like, is. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking. The more I think about the logistics of this, I mean, it's probably cheap, but yeah, no, that's. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. I guess, I guess, when you're a person-sized thing and you're aiming at tanks, it's a good idea. Of course. Uh, this is a mobile I, suit size thing. I wouldn't call it thing. a good idea. Listen. A better idea. <laughs> I than, think it's than... a bad idea in basically every context. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, I can ev eventually I'll develop a scenario where it works. Anyway. Um, and uh, besides that, uh, the other uh, weapon that we see the camper using besides, you know, your standard bazookas, your giant mobile suit size shotgun, uh, and then the little Faust are uh, a chain mine, which is weird because it's in a truck. It's not actually equipped to the camper. Uh, I, I think that was the truck that they drove there ahead of time uh, mm -hmm. that they were just like, yeah, we're just going to, we're going to leave a truck at a Federation base and they're not going to give a shit. You know, uh, this is a good idea. Um, and I mean, it worked. So, yeah. um, but uh, the chain mine just being basically exactly what it says, uh, a bunch of mines linked together that you, slam into a mobile suit um, i assumed the up. chain mine was never meant to be a weapon and was like just like i have all these mines on a chain i'll throw it at the gundam because i'm not getting anything done with everything else oh yeah mm. i don't i don't think it's supposed to be for attacking mobile suits these mines the way they're designed i have to imagine these are probably not even like step on mines i could see these for like colony breaching maybe or something like that breaching through like some outer doors it mm. it, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's meant to be a weapon because it's stupid um <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but it's, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. You're not going to go, oh, I'm going to make a whip out of my... This doesn't seem like something that a mobile suit designer should be thinking. Probably might be, but, you know, we're going to have a whole bunch of mines, and you have to wrap them around the opponent, hit them just the right way so that they wrap around and explode. Um, So, the camphor seems like it has all these really cool armaments. You know, it's it's covered in thrusters. You look at this thing, and... You know, so just to talk about the design of the suit itself, you start with the head, you've got a really mean-looking mono-eye uh, with a little commander antenna um, and some vents. you got the uh, nice little Cyclops, uh, what is it, uh, Cyclops team logo uh, on the cheek there. Um, but otherwise, just a very mean-looking uh, mono-eye uh, machine for the head. Uh, you get to a torso, and it's just a giant chunk. Uh, the torso is always funny to me because it's just big um it looks almost to me it looks almost like armored core-ish it's so beefy <laughs> yeah I, I could see that it's weird because the, per the perception of the camphor is that it's meant to be like a really light suit right like the reason it fails is because it, it's tissue paper if it doesn't actually get shit done the first time yes yes exactly and like so it's got this really bulky torso though which is strange and uh, it's not like that bulk does anything because as as we all know uh Mikhail ends up turning into uh, Swiss cheese with this thing. Um, clearly, uh, you know, Gatling gun shots from the Alex just going through the torso of this. So it's not like it's actually armor. So who knows? Just chunky, though. Um, but then when you get to the other parts, this is when you start noticing, like, 
that it has less going on. So, like, the shoulders, the armor is thrusters. It still has, like, a spiked shoulder on the left side, sort of Zaku style. But, like, you notice that the shoulders themselves are actually pretty bare. Like, you have these just big round ball joint things connecting into the torso. Um, and you also notice a lot of the armor, like, on the arms and such has holes in it. Um, mm-hmm. which does kind of add more into that light armor thing. Um, a weird thing now when we move lower is when we hit the waist, this thing doesn't have skirt armor, which is really weird for a mobile suit, because mobile suits, they always have skirts. Just how it works. Or, or depending on when you're looking at it, uh, they have little shorts, like the first Gundam had. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, you usually have something blocking, like, the legs from getting hit by anything. But no, the hip, the, the legs are just kind of in there. Um, you got more thrusters on the upper thigh. You've got these, you know, big legs as you go down more thrusters um and some large feet pretty simple suit on the whole for how you know cool it is like it has a cool silhouette and it looks mean but overall the design of it is pretty there's not a lot of like fancy knickknacks on it which as as i mentioned this is a hit and run mobile suit that's supposed to be fast so it probably shouldn't have a lot of extra crap thrown on it but you know it's it's interesting in what ways it deviates from a standard Gundam design while still being kind of an obvious Eon design. Stuff like the waist not having any, like, skirt armor and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so this thing is covered in thrusters. Uh, it uses them. Um, we, we see it... Uh, basically, it goes to attack the base the Alex is at. Uh, and on the way there, you have a Federation ship deciding, oh, we're going to send a full mobile suit complement. And we watch this thing absolutely ripped through like what is it like mass production gun cannons uh fucking gym snipers etc just nothing touching it along the whole way because you watch it and it is almost sliding on its belly like a penguin though of course it's slightly above ground um just charging ahead and it's it's great um and then you have what m brought up is it finally gets to the gundam uh and then it just kind of jobs there because after yeah. blowing up the uh, wrapping paper the Gundam was in, um, the Gundam just kind of... It, it's great because the camper draws one of its beam sabers because it has uh, beam sabers in the legs. You can see the little holsters there. Uh, shoots it out and it's like, oh, cool. I'm going in for a melee fight. The Alex grabs a beam saber, then throws the beam saber away and pops up its Gatling gun and then just absolutely... Uh, <laughs> tears this thing apart and this is where we learn oh wait the problem is with mobile suits when you don't have good armor on them and you're something this large even little gatling guns are just going to tear it apart uh you get a lot of nice kachunks going through this uh ceramic armor um as it just gets ripped apart um but yeah so the the camp for I feel like it's a really cool suit and idea, right? Because we don't... We've had high-mobility suits, but, like, not really to this degree and not usually in animation. Um, You you don't get, like, a lot of these, like, you know, sort of... You're, you're supposed to rush in and just kill everything before it can touch you uh, suits in mm-hmm. Gundam. Uh, usually you have the Gundams, which uh, go and quick kill everything, but it doesn't matter if it gets touched because it's a Gundam. Um... So I, I like this suit a lot in idea, and it's really cool. It only shows up for, you know, the one episode, and then it gets off immediately. But um, it's a good mobile suit. 
it's kind of interesting because I feel like it is very much designed for like inside colony combat. I can um, see that. Because if you're using it out in space, you're just not going to reach the target before they kill you. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't think about that, but I guess it's probably better in an urban environment. Uh, if it's just in space, yeah, any anything can just hit it upside the head and then, then it's dead. Um, mm -hmm. And also to that end, I mean, it's it's meant to be able to be like disassembled and reassembled, which, you know, you could sneakily like sneak it into a colony, for example. And then uh, build it there. Yeah, that, which is what they do. Uh, mm -hmm. all, all of the components of this thing manage to, you know, fit onto a bunch of trucks. Uh, and you can put it together fairly quickly. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's a fun mobile suit. Um, it's just, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't really fit into any of your standard, like, mobile suit, like, roles that you're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. And it's cool getting this suit that, like, gets to just wreck shop in a colony before then you see its greatest weakness being that oh it got hit once it's dead um i don't know it's it's neat uh, for me it's just that the armor profile doesn't like speak to it being the light suit like it, it's chunky mm -hmm. it's chunky in the way that like the r jarja is chunky right like it's just got a yeah. lot going on even mm -hmm. if you take away like the side skirts it just feels like a suit that's meant to do more than like this hit and run thing. And this is partially just what Xeon designs are, right? Like they wanted to make a new iconic on the level of like the Galgoog designs that means a certain shape, but that shape does not speak to the kind of movements it's doing um, yeah, or like it, the kind of suit it is. It really wants to adhere to like Xeon iconography with the design. You've got all the rounded armor rather than having like boxy stuff. You've mm -hmm. got these shoulder spikes. You've got, you know, these big rounded, like it has the, general profile of a Xeon suit, even with some stuff removed, like you mentioned. Yeah. It, and that might work against, uh, you know, imagining this design in the context it's supposed to be used. Um, because yeah, you don't really, I kind of thinking on it, uh, I kind of wish you would get like more actual stripped down armor on mobile suits. Cause like, like this thing, the torso is huge. We've mentioned this. The, the torso is bulbous, too. And yet, when we see what happens. Uh, it, it, it doesn't protect anyone. It doesn't, you know, do anything useful on that front. So it feels almost like they could have slimmed down parts of it. Yeah. Um, maybe have even given it a more unique shape. But it really does want to attach, like, itself to being, like, oh, this, you have to be able to visually recognize this is a Xeon suit just looking at it. Yeah. Um... um uh, just, uh, serendipity this week on, uh, GGP, we covered a, we're in Gundam X. If you don't listen to GGP, there's a suit called the Corel, uh, that I'm going to post a picture of. This is also a no armor light suit and is much more like the stripped down thing you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Oh no. Okay. Now I know what episodes we're at in X because it's been a while. I didn't watch this week's yet. Oh, the Corel's here. Good. Great. Um, um. And that thing is like wild and is the same thing. That also, the minute the Gundam's like, well, I'm going to use my head cannons, just gets shredded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I, I mean, I, I forgot all about that thing. <laughs> I the wonder if, so what we have here is, is an instance where I wonder if this design wasn't like, there aren't as many variants of this thing, despite its popularity. Um, and we see that, you know, its name, it's the MS-18E. Yeah. And the E is is for Einhauen, which Trent, which is one strike. So this is why, like why do the, they keep doing this? this? Is, <laughs> Damn it, Izabuchi. This is the 
this is the light armor variant. So that sort of like implies that there is that this is stemmed from an original version and we do have a we do have the Comfort prototype, but like we don't have the production model of the Comfort that isn't light like this. So maybe that is the thing is like yeah, no, that's why this design looks all bulky is because that's this is a weird variant. That's not what the original design is for. Yeah. When I think of the like holes in the shoulder uh, joints and stuff, if this was today, this would be the like fake uh, carbon fiber, like hexagon Gundam where they like 3D mm. print all the armor and that's what god. it all looks like. Oh, my God. That would be I, I would I want a 3D printed Gundam. <laughs> Just imagining this now. Just a giant ass 3D printer using it to get mobile suit parts. Yes. God. And everything's like the honeycomb armor. It, it, it'd be pretty sick, actually. That, I would print a Gundam. Yeah. 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 No, that would actually be great. Hexagons are in good shape. Um, you wouldn't pirate a Gundam. <laughs> mm. I, I would say it's a moral imperative to pirate a Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> I would say everyone who watches Gundam has pirated Gundam. God. There's uh, no way to avoid it. So. To that end, yeah. So this suit, um, as we mentioned, we it fits this weird combat role. It doesn't necessarily look the part of fitting it. But as Six also mentioned, this suit is very popular. Um, the the camphor is extremely popular for like suits from 0080. Probably the most popular besides like the oh Jesus, uh, M just sent us. Great image of uh, <laughs> oh, it, it, that is just the camphor getting owned, isn't it? Yes, Shit. yes. That guy's just melting. That is, yeah. you, you're you're pouring water on a marshmallow pit. <laughs> um, so the this machine though was popular, uh, perhaps even more so than the Alex, uh, depending on who you ask. But uh, I would say the, I would say the camphor is both cooler and more popular than the Alex. Yeah, the Alex is pretty sick though. The Alex is cool, but I, I do think the camphor is cooler. The yeah, okay. I I wish it didn't. <laughs> As we talk about this, I kind of wish it just didn't get job for an episode because that that's kind of a thing that sometimes happens with like these mobile suits that get really popular too. And I mean, it's there's only six episodes of the show. It's not a, it, it, it's an OVA, but um sometimes a thing's popularity kind of like makes you surprised when you actually see it in action. <laughs> that was that was the GM sniper two for me. I, oh, I thought God. I always thought it was the super coolest. That thing doesn't even hit the ground before it's dead. No, it doesn't. <laughs> we 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 get to watch the camp for. Uh, Fire a shotgun into the air to kill it, which yes. is even funnier because it is it gets torn up from a long distance by a shotgun being fired into the air two seconds after it leaves the fake-ass white base that it's in. Um, yeah, that's... Mm, I guess the Jim Sniper 2 really does fit into that. You read the bio in the Master Grade and it's like, oh yeah, this machine is on par with the Gundam, so it's supposed to be like the Gelgug is for Xeon suits. And it just dies uh but yeah the the camphor i guess does get a better showing than those or the uh the fake ass uh, gun cannons the mass production gun cannons coming out um but even so like it, it's just funny because it kills a bunch of no names uh blows up a school no one's in it of course uh maybe night custodians we don't ask about that uh and then uh oh no he doesn't even blow up the school. I'm sorry. That's the Federation troops that are there. Or no, not even Federation <laughs> troops. Once again, propaganda to attribute to Zeon what the Federation does. How God, dare you? I completely forgot. That is when you have the colony group 
when the Federation is still like, oh, we're neutral, so we can't help you, and they have their shitty little, like, petite mobile suits out there, and they try firing missiles at the camper, they miss an entire line and one of them hits the school. I completely forgot that that's how that goes down. God. What a clown show. That whole, everything that happens there, the camper gets a good showing, but it's also absolute clown show from uh, the both the Federation and the Colony Defense Force there. Um, yeah, what, what happens here is that Zeon introduces their new heavyweight wrestler who gets fed a bunch of jobbers before they give him to John Alexina. <laughs> God, I don't know about wrestling at all, but I, I think, I think <laughs> no, that, that sounds is, like this it This is on sense. point. This is accurate. <laughs> that sounds like it makes sense happens. in my head, given what little names I know. Um, yeah, like, oh, the, the, the camper, yeah, it goes through the city. Doesn't actually cause any problems in the city, really. It's just flying there. Then they try attacking it, and that's when the problems start. Uh, all these, you know, little crappy colony uh, defense mobile, petite mobile suits, as they're called, and uh, little tanks and shit get absolutely jobbed. Uh, you get a bunch of... Look at our really cool original, uh, you know, Federation mobile suits we made, and they all die within seconds. Um, and, and then, yeah, the camphor is like, oh, look, I'm going to menace the Gundam. This is going to go well for me. Oh no, what's happening? Oh no. Um, what do you mean I wrapped a bunch of mines around it in an impressive way and that was just some, you know, packing armor that it has on it? Um, you opened up your present. God. Oh god, I, I, yeah, I guess that, that fits. <laughs> um, just thinking about how the chain mine even, like I said, in video games it gets shown as cool and in the anime all it does is blow away, like, the most outer layer of, like, nothing armor on the Alex that it's just kind of hanging out with. Um, yeah, it's... it's the, like I said, it's the thing where when I'm watching the show, this is all really cool, but as I talk about it, my brain's just going, huh, the camper's not that cool, is it? <laughs> but I don't know. It is cool, but it isn't cool. This is the, the dichotomy of mobile suits. Um... A suit does not need to be interesting, like, to do things to be cool. It can just get on to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a a, a mobile suit can be designed in such a way that it is allowed to have birdshot. You can load this thing with birdshot. How big is the birdshot, is the question. I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. I want to believe it's normal birdshot, and you're just firing, like, (laughs) 50 million pellets. Jesus. Just <laughs> like killing every bird in a colony. <laughs> God, just yeah, just just a shit ton, just a ti- shit ton of tiny little babies. Oh, just load them into the shotgun. It's fine. It's also pump action. Should note this shotgun is a pump action mobile suit sized shotgun, which is very funny to me. But uh, uh-huh. so okay. Besides the camper, as we are wont to do, we we can go over some variants. Uh, there's not a lot for this suit, of course. Um. Because, as we mentioned, for some reason, we, we've never seen a production model of this. Uh, we have a prototype, and then something that doesn't even have artwork, so that's that's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So, for the camphor, um, besides the normal camphor, we have the camphor prototype, YMS-18 camphor prototype. Um, the camphor prototype is a little doofy looking. Um, so, I think this this art, I, I have to check MAHQ, because I'm curious if it's by who I think it's by. Is this Fukuchi? It doesn't say. This looks like Fukuchi art. Um, Fukuchi draws art that, to me, 
always for some reason reminds me of like looking at star wars eu like ship art or something i don't know how i, I don't know why that's like what it reminds me of but like the way like the coloring is and everything this doesn't almost this almost doesn't read like a mobile like a normal gundam mobile suit to me and i don't know why um also the like all the a, it's a very weird green it's a weird green the coloration is very flat and you've got like all these weird angles thrown onto it and there's just something about this that just doesn't read normal gundam art to me um mm. but the the primary differences between this and the final one is we mentioned it's green uh it does have an extra bar of armor over the chest i wonder if that does anything i wonder if that mm -hmm. could have kept uh mikhail alive a little longer it also has a skirt uh, all right yep yeah, it does have a skirt um and i guess it just has less holes that's about it really it's not a lot going on with this variant so um. that means that to make the the 18e they uh, stripped off that skirt armor, they stripped off that chest armor, and they just took a big drill to it and started punching holes in it to make it speed holes, as Homer would have it. Speed holes, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, looking at, like, figures of this thing, and I guess, like, the shoulders are have a bit more armor on them, but... Yeah, that is pretty much all they did. They just took off some skirts and drilled some holes and removed ar uh, the chest armor. Again, gave it the, a nice big machine. The gun. one spot of armor that you know, I don't know if it would have slowed the camphor down that much to keep that like little bar that maybe would not fall apart to a Gatling gun. Hopefully. Okay, now here's a problem I have. Mm -hmm. They're at it again, Dylan. What are they? You posted again? a picture of this model, which includes the machine gun. That's just an MG42. Oh no! Is that an actual like real? That's like, just a German World War like the the most common uh, used German World War Two machine gun. That's just that gun. Oh, of course, Izabuchi. Izabuchi. That's, that's go to jail, Izabuchi. I guess he didn't do this design. I guess actually Katoki did. This. Damn it, Katoki! You're supposed to be the good one. <laughs> supposed to be the chosen one. <laughs> God. Um. But yeah. So camper prototype, just some 0080 MSV thing. From the era where you would just, like, buy a model kit and it would have them in the manual and it had, like, almost no story attached to it. Um, mm -hmm. they, they did that in, like, the Double Zeta and Double O Eighty era where sometimes they just decided to put them in model manuals. Probably hoping maybe, oh, maybe you'll have an idea for a custom or something. I do like these uh, bare verniers as opposed to, like, the shrouded, like, Zeta-style ones. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, they're pretty cool. It's 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 uh, it's like the it's it's older mobile suit style. It's interesting actually because the, it almost looks like it fits more into the one you wore like that. Mm -hmm. Um. But uh, and then uh, unfortunately the other one we have is uh a camphor beam weapon type. Apparently the only difference is it can use the Delgu Jaeger's uh beam machine gun, which. Uh... Yep. No, no, That's it. no other description, no image. It's just sort of like in a man in one of the manuals. They're like, also, there's an F type. It uses beams. Uh, MAHQ has this uh, Kondo design camphor. Oh, let's see. Uh, Let me post is it, it real the, fast. Um, is it the Please one do. with the This one seems camo. sick. Yes. Whoa. Kondo, Kondo artwork. Uh, really good as always. Uh, actually, um, this looks like a, this looks like the mobile seat you build off the back of three trucks. 
<laughs> yes. It does. Yeah, Kondor yeah. is a lot better at that, I think, than uh, than they did for the anime. Because uh, this, yeah, this definitely has that feel. Uh, its proportions are a bit weirder. Like, look at how much longer those legs stick out. For others, um, I believe the normal camphor page may have this one listed. No. Uh, go to go to uh, MAHQ, look up camphor, you'll see it there. Or put in Kondo, K-O-N-D-O, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. This thing is pretty cool, and I completely spaced on it, because for whatever reason, the wiki doesn't have it. Uh, it's cool as hell. Um, it has really wide legs uh the way that they're spaced out is so strange to me like very almost cowboy bow-legged thing (laughs) happening here um you got uh it actually has a shield too which again probably would have been useful um if if you if you think about it it did kind of drive up to the alex and say this town ain't big enough for the two of us god (laughs) again the best part of that whole interaction is just that you know the camphor pulls out a beam saber the Alex pulls out a beam saber, throws the beam saber aside, and uh, just shoots it. That's uh, great. Uh, I, I wonder. <laughs> I know this is dumb because I know you know, but because you brought up like uh, the town ain't big enough for the two of us, and I'm imagining duels in my head. I wonder if they purposely like Indiana Jones that, like you mm. know, the the sword being pulled out and then just pulling a gun out and shooting. I, I'm wondering if they like. They probably didn't intend that, but that's what it seems like in my head now, <laughs> and I hate it. Um, but yeah, like this Kondo one is neat. It, I think his art style honestly complements the idea of the camper a lot more too. Like he, mm-hmm. it looks almost buggy in a way I like, like the roundedness of it. Um, it's just good. Fuck, he's just a good artist is the thing he does a lot of good art this is definitely a good example of that um less giving them random you know he also not randomly giving it a world war ii era machine gun that belonged to the germans yeah uh let's see I'm trying to see if i have a I, I have another art with the camphor on it uh but unfortunately it's across two parts uh how how Kondo really feels it should have gone uh, across these two pages, uh, as you have a looming uh, camphor that destroyed uh, with the destroyed Alex in the foreground. That's pretty sick, actually. It is. <laughs> I'm losing my mind at that shoulder though, where instead of Siegzion, it's Zeek. Zeke? <laughs> yeah, Zeek, and then like an hourglass symbol. I O N. God, there's a lot Listen, happening there... here. They're commandos, not not you know not calligraphists. They can't really draw <laughs> letters. God. But yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. that was a quick one. That yeah, was a quick we, one. we've we've got another camphor. I've looked at models before. I know that there's another camphor out there. There is. is? There? And at this point, we will start talking about the variant from Build Fighters. Uh, Again, mechanical only, design only, but if you are sensitive, you should tap out now. There's the cam for amazing. Okay. Oh, we can't. All right. Are we doing this? I've looked at models before. As long as you talk about the plot, I don't care. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I think the cam for amazing is sick, but. We can. All right. We can do it. Let's do it. It's our first build thing. 
It's the first building. Because normally we <laughs> skip them, but, you know, this episode is running short, and I want to go longer with M, because I feel bad that we got, even though a cool mobile yeah. suit, not necessarily something to talk about a lot. The thing, the thing is, when I look at, like, I don't like to know about plot stuff, obviously, trying to protect myself from future spoilers, um, but mostly trying to protect Jackson from future spoilers, and yeah. I like building Gunpla. So every time you look up a model of, like, oh, wh- wh- how do I get a camphor, you get this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Which is fine. I actually think the camphor amazing looks pretty sick. So. It it's is. pretty good. It is. All right. So... And we'll just talk about it from a design perspective, because, again, there's plot stuff we could accidentally say. Uh, the PPMS-18E Comp for Amazing is a uh, Gunpla mobile suit from uh, Gundam Build Fighters. Uh, contextually, not going to give any context, because it's from Build Fighters. We haven't gotten there yet. But it's like, hey, someone was like, what if the Zaku had beam cannons on its shoulders and also had a pretty sick color scheme? Yeah. yeah. So the thing it does is one, it goes for a cooler blue. Um, like it's a lot more on the gray end of blue, whereas the other one, the camphor is a pretty bright, like almost electric blue. Um, especially with mm-hmm. how some models tend to do it. Uh, this one's definitely supposed to be a much darker blue. Um, for the shoulders, uh, you get symmetrical shoulders this time, but each one of them has a giant spike coming off of it, uh, which is cool as hell. Uh, you have added armor onto the forearms, uh, no speed holes, as it were, um, thicker legs, and then you get what is what this thing is known for. Uh, let's just give it a billion weapons, but like, oh right, in a different I forgot. Way. I thought those were. I called them beam cannons. I'm forgetting they are extremely not beam cannons. There, there's a lot. I always assume they're beam cannons. Are they not yeah, beam no, cannons? They no. are boxes of guns. Oh, that's even better. Holy shit. So they have beam cannons in them, and they can fire them while they're in them, but it's not just beam cannons. Uh, This thing's armaments include, and I I will read the names of these because they're pretty good. We have the Amazing Knife. It has a pair of knives uh, in the waist. Instead of beam sabers, it just has knives. But you know what? That's fine. That's cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Then uh, on the uh, legs and arms, uh, the plates on them can uh, superheat. Uh, so it can actually, like, you know, just basically punch you. Um, or thwack you, I guess, with the wrist would be more the accurate way of putting it. Uh, and, you know, heat those up. It does have beam sabers still in the same spot as the normal camper. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we have the amazing weapon binders, as they're called. Uh, the amazing weapon binders uh, have amazing pistols in them, which also have, like, a barrel that can be attached to them to elongate it. Or an even longer barrel to make it even longer. And those are all like, you know, little beam rifles. Uh, There are machine guns that can be stored in the binder. The amazing machine gun, of course. The amazing machine gun, right. The amazing minigun, which is a five-barrel Gatling gun that can also be stored in the binder. Um, And then the amazing rocket launcher, which is a rocket launcher that it can also store in the binder. Basically, those are just suitcases full of weapons on the back. This is this is the Gundam gun equivalent of Cloud's fusion sword from Advent Children. God, yes. to me. <laughs> the thing is, right, and like if you look at it, it doesn't look like they should fit everything theoretically, but 
the way that it sometimes seems to turn out in animation is that yes it does it's i fun. saw i saw this photo of the i guess the like model expansion kit and immediately realized that it's just cloud's sword <laughs> just yeah, turns yeah, into yeah. the other guns yeah. uh yeah. and that's also part of how how sick it is is that the model kit just comes with the things you just stick on the back if you actually want the full weapon kit you have to buy the amazing weapon binder pack <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, I love yeah, it. It's it's pretty good. Um, yeah, the the amazing weapon binders are great. It can also mount uh, four of them because it can also mount them on the legs. So it can have four suitcases full of guns. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. So this thing is great because it is treated how you would think the camper should be treated. Because we mentioned before, it still seems like it's bulky. It has a billion weapons. Why is this not more of like just like some kind of like heavy weapon assault mobile suit? That's how this thing gets treated. This is just like a this thing's just badass. It's not like it's not it doesn't feel like it's compromised like how the original one is. Um and the thing with build is you get a lot of these designs where how can we make the old design but cooler? And you know what? I'm fine with that. That's what a build show should be. Um this thing rules. Oh yeah, uh as uh, M has found uh, a really cool picture where it's just got four of these fucking things. Look at that Gatling gun. It's just hiding inside of that, inside of those, uh, those containers. It's great. Um, this thing's cool. Thing Gunpla is freedom. Cool I don't know if you knew. Gunpla is, yeah, Gunpla is freedom. Uh, not being shackled to trying to make something realistic makes you be able to make uh, some really cool robots. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some might say, some amazing robots. Uh, some amazing robots. Yes. <laughs> I think we have time for some donations. <laughs> All right. Well, that that was fun. We got to talk about our first build thing on the show. Uh, yeah. Thank you for giving us permission. Yeah. It's been, yeah. It's been Look, hard. I on some don't of these mind. Things. Yeah. I've seen They're most of the build stuff just because I like I like models. Like I'm always looking. Yeah. Up. I got into models before I got into Gundam, so yeah. I yeah. I don't typically mind on that level. Without you know, with with M, with M gone, not to give us permission, we will probably go back to, to hoarding them till y'all. We'll, get, we'll know, hoard them fair. until yeah we do, or we'll do like a special where we talk about various variants based on things we talked about, something like mm-hmm. that. We'll yeah. figure it out. It's that's future futures a ways away that's fine um but yeah uh that was fun uh it's cool to talk about like i said i'm glad we were able to talk about it because the, the problem with the camper as much as uh we still have gone on for 40 minutes is um <sighs> the original one didn't give us a lot to talk about uh on its own but it's just a cool suit that's it sometimes suits are just cool <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes they don't change like the entire you know like, like, we've talked about some suits that suddenly feel like they've changed the entire, like, groundwork of design for Gundam. And sometimes you just get something that's cool, and this is one of them. <laughs> Plugs. Uh, yeah. M, where can people find you? Uh, I, okay. I, I have a lot of podcasts. Well, let's just roll it back. Let's just start over. You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. I have a bunch of podcasts you can find at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, main one is abnormal mapping, which is a game club every month. Most people know me from great Gundam project, which you can find at time to go ax.is. We've been covering Gundam for three and a half years. We're in Gundam X. We will continue on for the next seven years or so until we've watched every Gundam, uh, in order. Don't do this. Mm -hmm. I recommend not doing this. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Listen to, look, 
I, I love Gundam, obviously. Uh, listen to the other abnormal mapping shows too, though. They're good. Um, all of them. <laughs> uh, can't even name a specific episode. Just go through the site. There's a billion fucking podcasts on abnormal mapping. We do have a lot of podcasts. They're very true. good. They pass a lot of time. They keep me sane in a time where, like, I am stuck indoors and haven't left the house in over a year. Um, they're good. Mm-hmm. But And yeah. we're in the middle of the year of the JRPG, which is a great time to, you know... What does that mean? Wait, out. you're the JRPG. Wait, what? We're Roman playing, we're playing six JRPGs. JRPGs. Do you oh, not listen to our podcast? I do them? listen to your podcast. <laughs> but wait, that doesn't... Hold on, this doesn't add up. Because... Wait. It's every other month. They're not okay. doing exclusively JRPG. Okay, I was going to say, die. wait a minute. I'm like, I, I was confused. Okay, that's fine then. Every other month is fine. When you said you're the JRPG, my brain was like, wait, have they been only doing JRPGs? But that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't track with, like, what I've downloaded. My favorite JRPG, Quake. Yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> what? Exactly. Like, Listen, <laughs> yo, if you really want deep examination of what my a real genre is, abnormal mapping. My favorite JRPG, Shinobi. I guess, was Shinobi at the end of last year? That was last Shinobi year. Shinobi was last year, yes. Oh my god, yeah. time is fake. I hate this. I hate this. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, listen listen to those, though. Kodelka, I guess... I, I guess Kodelka is a JRPG. Kodelka is a JRPG. Don't come and t- tell me that it's not <laughs> I'm a JRPG. I'm not saying it isn't. It's just that it's not the time... Look, when I think of Kodelka, for whatever reason, JRPG doesn't pop as the first thing in my brain, even though it should, because I didn't play it. I just listened to y'all. <laughs> so it's fine anyway i'll play it one day i'll play it one day i have so many games i'm playing right now I'm, it's hard just stop replaying the the, the games you replay every year and i don't play a new one don't don't call me out like this <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tee yourself up for it uh uh, this this sucks. This is what one of the times where we have a guest that'll actually actively bully me as well as six doing it. <laughs> Surrounded by fucking gremlins. Uh, all right. Uh, what can people find you on the internet, Dylan? You can find me at Low Poly Robot, where I replay a lot of the same games that I play. <laughs> because because they're my comfort games, and sometimes you just need to replay Armored Core three and uh, again. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm really just jealous that you actually played Macross thirty, and I never will. So that's really um, all it is. Don't worry, I, Em. I played it in the worst way possible. I played it at 15 FPS, which means the game is running at half speed the whole time, and I have to reload it constantly because randomly the game decides there are walls where there aren't walls and vice versa so great you, you know if you ever play it on an actual ps3 uh you know it'll be much more fun i just wanted to finish it because i i got a weird brain worm about it it's fine it's fine <sighs> macross well, is pretty cool uh, if you want to find me i'm on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r i do a lot of podcasts at scanlandmedia.com patreon.com says scanlandmedia i even do one on abnormal mapping that's uh, true you do there'll be a new episode out this week yeah yeah uh, um but friends and folks until next time don't worry there will be a new war and it'll be even bigger than the last one did we use that already I don't think we... Maybe. We, we had the uh, Alex. We had the Alex. Okay. I'm pretty sure we used that. Uh, uh, mobile suits were never made to bring anyone happiness. It's lunchtime, so we might as well get some hamburgers. There we go. Oh! <laughs> Shit. Oh. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.